Relax. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Welcome to Pillow Talk Radio, the most delicious place to be. On this podcast, we explore how to create more connection, possibility, romance, and magic, and love, and in life. I'm your host and relationship specialist, Cora Boyd. Are you with me? What the fuck is up? Hannah Horowitz is in the house. What's up, Hannah Horowitz? Hey, everybody. My name's <laughs> Hannah Horowitz. Hey, Cora Boyd. What's up? Okay, so Hannah, uh, aka Monk, which is what we call each other, uh, which is short. We for have monkey. for many years. For, for many years. Almost, going on almost 10 years, we have called yeah. one another that. <laughs> Monk is one of my very best friends and also was my supporting coach for the last round of Magnetics Love School, which was a friggin' blast. And Hannah is super talented. She is finishing up her degree in transpersonal psychology, right, Monk? She's a fledgling therapist and already well on her way to alchemizing healing for people. She she does really cool shit and just brought an awesome flavor to the last round of the program because her skill sets are very different than mine and we just had a lot of fun riffing with each other and, and bringing different things to the table. Yeah, it's definitely so fun to work with Cora and we have so much of our you know own personal ways of relating and humor and all this stuff and to get to start to merge them professionally and really just like support each other in what our innate strengths are and so much shared value. It's really a ball. Hannah and I also, we lived together for six years on and off. We also traveled around Europe together. We've just done a lot of shit together. So it was really fun in the experience because as we were talking throughout the program about relationship building or like kerfuffles that can come up or communication, like we always had really funny examples to draw on from our relationship because we've known each other for so long. And our relationship was super foundational for me for learning how to communicate because we had to. And also mm-hmm. we're really different. Totally. <laughs> Something I think that I frequently say about Cora is that you're probably the person on this planet who's the most like my sister and you have a sister. I do not, but of, you know, like getting to navigate all this, like living together and like shared friendship and little like, ah, like little moments and just real delight in each other's coming into being. So I feel so much gratitude and a lot of humor at the many places that life has taken us and the many people that are shared people in our lives now that uh, are on the scene. Right. And and it was fun to add to that with the last round of magnetics of like, oh, those are some of our people, some of our mm-hmm. people we have in common. And then just like all the people we've collected over the years or like the people we know in common or who we've met through each other or don't even get us started on the neutral ground coffee house. <laughs> Which you have to join Magnetics to hear about it. Yeah, you have to join Magnetics to hear about it. So where to begin? I I mean, I invited Hannah on this podcast today because I wanted y'all to get to meet her because she's so awesome. And also I wanted to just reflect a bit about the last round of Magnetics and pump each other up about the next round, which we're currently enrolling, which is all for women. So that's going to be new and exciting and 
I think what was so cool about the last round was how much the group created the experience. And obviously we were following a curriculum and I had designed it, but it was just really fun how much the group let me know what they were interested in. And we shifted and morphed based on that in a way that was really dynamic. And also we were simultaneously adapting to all of these waves, (laughs) like global waves that we've all been surfing. So we really got to surf those together. And it was super interesting too, because the program started the week that shit really started to hit the fan with COVID in the US. So I just feel that it was a really special experience to go through together and as a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can just really emphasize that. One, even beyond, I think the moment that the program took place in, namely with COVID, and after the killing of George Floyd and then reopening with COVID and just like all of these shifts, even if that all of that wasn't occurring, would have been such a special environment of really connecting and learning. And there was something that I think really dropped us in given like what is happening on this planet? What do we want our relationships to look like? How do we really cultivate you know, community in a way that is supportive? I feel a lot of gratitude that we got to explore what this program looks like in that context because I think there's a different immediate sense of perhaps depth that we can bring to the one going forward. Absolutely. What I find so compelling about this moment is how much in the last handful of months and like continuing moving forward, we've really been confronting our mortality and questions that come up around what matters to me and and what gives me a sense of purpose and what do I want to create and who do I want in my life and how how do I want to connect with people? And I, I feel like that's always the nature of my work that I do with clients, that was amplified that much more within that particular container, this last round of magnetics, because that's the work we were doing and we will be doing it. It's not over, right? Like there's, there's a ton of seismic shifts occurring. And I just think that it's a, such an exciting time to be doing this kind of work, relational work, inner work, really tapping into intention and purpose for how you're navigating relationships, how you're navigating your life, how you want to be spending your time, which these are all the questions that we spent months with these questions with this group of men, this group of fucking awesome men who some of them are probably listening. What's up guys? We can't say their name because we respect their privacy, but y'all know who you are. It's just been really heartening and exciting for me to see this as, you know, as much as there's indubitably just a tremendous amount of shit hitting the fan and it's painful and it's difficult. There's so much disheartening stuff happening. You know, it's really intense. It's really intense. I think something on the topic too of working with women and the excitement that we both share for that. Yeah, I noticed that I just feel this really alive kind of energy. We are needing everybody right now, both on the planet and just for our own selves with navigating relationships and coming into more collective health. And I think that there is this really strong call for women to show up in all of their gifts and to bring their wisdom, their capacity, their strength, their power, their healing to the world, to each other, to men. I think so much of it too is directing that caring energy to yourself. And that's what we all have to do right now. To kind of finish my thought, because I ended that on a a rather dejected note. And I mean, it's true. It's true. You know, there's a whole ton of horrific shit going on. And in response to that, 
I'm so heartened to see how courageously so many people are stepping up to really challenging conversations with other people within themselves, right? And I I think it's, it's just like a really, really exciting moment that has the potential for immensely positive personal and global changes. I love working with men. I have absolutely loved working with men for the last couple of years. And I also fucking love women. (laughs) I love women. I love women. I'm really, 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 really stoked to work with women within my business. Monk, can you tell us a little bit about the clientele you work with and, and the therapist capacity? Yeah, I've had the good fortune to work with just a variety of folks over time. Especially I used to work with youth. I do a little bit now. And, and a lot of young girls, but just around body image and um, relationships and self-worth and artistic capacity, things like that. One thing that I really love and has been a big part of my life for a couple of years is this embodied dance class specifically for women and for gender non-conforming folks. But just around really like, okay, what is it to feel safe in our bodies, embodiment, like sensuality, sexuality is allowed online. And that'll be anyone from, um, you know, people in their early 20s all the way up to, you know, 70 years old. So to get together in that kind of intergenerational community, and there's a lot of sharing and talking about our experiences as well. So I've been trained in leading that form of dance and some of that women's work. And, you know, I think just a lot of really powerful female friends that I've had over time, just all of the shades of what life as a woman can look like. And in my work right now, I get to have clients who are, you know, young and figuring out who they are in their identities. And then also people up into their 60s, you know, just getting to figure out life on many fronts, be that working with, you know, the voices in their heads that tell them they're not enough or not worthy, working on boundaries, working on saying no, working on really standing up for ourselves and our desires and learning how to communicate that to others. Absolutely. And what's really cool, Hannah did a lot of somatic work with the guys in the last round. And to that point, something I am looking forward to in terms of putting this group of women together is I think that there's there's a lot of healing for women to do with other women because very often and especially in a romantic or a dating context women are taught to compete with each other i think in terms of of getting out there and opening yourself up to love as a woman so much of it is stepping into that worthiness and letting go of the sense of competition letting go of all of these stories about here's how you have to be to get him to respect you or here's how to get him to commit here's blah 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 like so much of the the stories we're fed around love and relationships as women are incredibly disempowering we're gonna shift that shit we're gonna shift that shit for this group of women and i think what's so fun is like i got to see that shift happen with the group of men like specifically around like the curriculum and really how you led the program, Cora, it's with such an emphasis on, wait, what's true for me? Like, what are my standards? What am I desiring in someone? How do I show up with the most warmth or humility or rebelliousness or whatever is my particular flavor? It wasn't about changing the shade to match others. It's really about figuring out what's happening for us and leading from that 
place and there's an eminence and a radiance doesn't matter gender doesn't matter race doesn't matter age but of like oh hold on this is my gift and this is my incarnation and it doesn't need to look like somebody else's absolutely and that is the heart of the work i want to do with people and what i what i do with people is that i really want to empower everyone to step into owning themselves and thinking for themselves in their love lives and in their relationships in their fucking lives right and recognizing too that relationships intimate relationships like this is one of the most highly preferential personal areas of life so what was really cool in the program too and like we we did some very deep discussions all over like all kinds of shit not very many stones were left unturned in those months and the the guys really showed up for that they were they really wanted to go there they really wanted to go deep which was so awesome to see but really how all of us move through these questions and i really think that i saw the guys not only appreciating that the other people in the group were different from them, had different perspectives, were into different things, had different preferences, were maybe looking for the different things romantically, and how that gives us license and permission to say, hey, it's okay that I like this. It's okay that I'm into this. I can own this and recognize that as I'm navigating the world, as I'm building relationships, it's not about who do I have to be to get this person to like me. It's about how do I show up as myself <laughs> and let that attract the people who like me. Mm-hmm. And what I think I so appreciated from all of that too is we get to show up as ourselves and we also get to problematize what that is. And we get to bring a lot exactly. of attention like, hold on, this is an area in which I could definitely be better (laughs) or in which I could bring more awareness to my patterns or to my language. So it's not like we're just blanketly like, oh, here I am. But it's this whole sense of like, let's celebrate what's there and let's bring real compassion and attention to where we can cultivate more and be at ease too. And let's be real with ourselves when we are projecting, when we are operating from assumption or bias, when we are full of shit. <laughs> like, let's be real about that. And the more that we, we bring compassion to others and space and grace for them to learn, the more we can do that with ourselves. And I think a lot of people are very intimidated by doing inner work or personal development because, yeah, it's not always fucking comfortable. Sometimes you have a fucking breakdown. It's part of the process, right? Like, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to have very uncomfortable conversations with yourself. But when you can show up in your relationship with yourself in that way, that is the foundation of being able to show up in relationship to other people and with other people in that way of, hey, here's my truth about this. And like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I don't know how I feel about the fact that I'm feeling this way, but like, this is what's coming up for me. And then like being able to communicate from that place of witnessing, right? Like stepping back and and saying like, here's what's going on for me. What's going on for you? Not from a place of slinging bows and arrows. And that's like a shame. Shakespeare quote, to sling the bows and arrows. I forget which play it's from, but uh, (laughs) it's circulating in my mind, right? But to really get real with it and let that be exciting. I mean, really what we're talking about too is a dance relationally between humility and personal ownership. Yeah. And how that's always the dance. That's always the dance and how we're relating with other people, right? Because we might notice someone is irritating us and we're like, oh, okay, there's something about how, what they're doing over there that is rubbing up against what I'm doing over here in a way that I feel some friction. And then to like be able to have the self-awareness and the internal capacity and the skill set, which holy hot damn to see these guys expand this skill set with 
each other with us, with the people they were dating throughout the course was so cool, right? To be able to look inward and be like, oh, I'm noticing this is what's happening for me. Here's how I feel. Here are all the layers of it that I need to understand in order to be able to bring this forth with another person, communicate that to another person so that then we can actually collaboratively create this relationship, right? I think that was one of the biggest shifts that I noticed the guys having was was just expanding that capacity within themselves to like distinguish between what's here, what's mine, what's the other person's, what's projection, how can I get curious where I don't know, and how can I bring that up where I don't know. On the note of all of these ways that I think uh, these guys altered, something that I really saw was, oh, hold on, like I'm recognizing that there's a script here that I've been asked to abide by or to play a part in, but like maybe it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe I can text in a different way. Maybe I can like date someone I never thought that I would. Maybe I can actually share things about myself that are really like authentic that I thought were taboo before. So the recognition of, oh, hold on, here's this norm and maybe that norm isn't for me. And maybe that norm also isn't for a lot of the people that think it's the norm for them and like that's okay, but how can we almost like infiltrate Uh, systems to make changes to how we hold our own hearts. I think what's just like a really beautiful process to, to go through. And like, I know, you know, you and I have both gone through this personally and like continue to go through this, right? Because it's not, it's, it's a process. lifelong process. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's process-based and we get to celebrate our progress and how far we've come. And then seeing the guys go through this too, where it's like, when you really take the time, when you take fucking three months to ask yourself some very, very deep questions about what do I value? What do I care about? What do I want in a relationship? How do I want to show up in a relationship? What parts of the quote unquote script or the ways that I have seen relationships modeled to me, the conditioning that I have grown up with around what a romantic relationship looks like, what it's supposed to look like, what parts of that really excite me, right? And like, how can I roll with that? Because that's dope, right? It's not about just like completely abandoning the framework. It's about just being very intentional and truly asking ourselves what here resonates with me, what doesn't. And how can I have my own playbook about this? I think that was really cool too, in terms of like giving ourselves permission to like what we like and own where that might correspond with a, with a traditional narrative or a traditional gender dynamic or a traditional relationship model and where it doesn't. And straight up, we get to do it however the fuck we want. It's our life. It's our personal life. It's our relationships, right? And what's so beautiful about relationship work and what I find just so mysterious and romantic about interpersonal relating is like, it's so nuanced. There's so many different ways to do it. Um, Fucking choose your own adventure. And the more that you can understand the fundamental social dynamics at play, the more that you can expand this skill set within yourself to be able to communicate, to cultivate that self-awareness, the more that you can feel like you have some sort of point of reference or framework or roadmaps to kind of be able to understand best practices and why they're in place, why they are best practices, the more you can get out of your freaking head, stop expending your energy, wondering what to do all the time. (laughs) So you got to actually like be present in relationships and enjoy 
connecting with other people because you're not wondering the whole time, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? What should I be saying? How can I get this person to like me? How blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, I'm curious, what were your favorite parts of the program? What did you see as the, the strongest parts of the program? People coming to trust each other with all of these parts of themselves, you know, so that really grew over time. But especially by the end, it's like the guys are giving each other feedback that is so heartfelt and just really hit the nail on the head. I was so moved by people's attunement and care for each other. Like the whole vibe of the program was support for one another, celebration of one another, and noticing, hey, this is something cool about you. And like, I love that that's you. That's not my way. But I was just so deeply impacted by seeing how people came together, like a group of disparate men from across the country meeting on Zoom forming that kind of connection. And on another very practical note, I was just deeply impressed by the amount of content that was moved through. So as you said, there were very few stones left unturned, moving from things that are really like practical in terms of what are maybe some tips for how we want to flirt mm -hmm. to what are some of the really deep things about how I move through the world or how I was socialized or how I talk about things that are challenging. And to have that kind of breadth of when we talk about relationships that isn't just focused on like, okay, here's how to get into one and then like, you're good. I think that's a lot of tools for a lifetime that extend far beyond just romantic relationships. Mm. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, it was really, really exciting for me to see how eager these guys were to go there. <laughs> and there was a lot of places, right? Like we're having these deep conversations about the nature of the human heart. We brought in our, uh, our collective therapist, Diana, who works with me, Hannah, and 20 of our friends and my boyfriend, Benjamin. <laughs> And then we're, yeah, we're talking like logistical flirting tactics and how we actually meet people and through what avenues. And we're talking about socioeconomic tensions, right? And aspirations and just really, really questioning how we feel and what we think about everything. <laughs> that was really cool. And like I was leading the program, but like I was asking myself all of those questions at the same time. And I really feel that that was the foundation of confidence that they all came out with. And that I feel I came out with a lot more confidence and you came out with a lot more confidence because I think it was just really, really powerful to front end intentionally carve out time for that kind of introspection to the extent where I really see those guys being intentional, right? They're streamlining their energy. They're not putting their energy towards or hemorrhaging their energy in futile ways. They're clear what I saw and the thing that I was most impressed with of kind of how this took form and what it turned into was just how much clarity everyone got from carving out that intentional space to be that introspective and to think and deeply question through all of it. That clarity is confidence because they had the opportunity to ask any questions they had about anything, right? And explore those questions as a group. 
And sometimes the clarity we came to was more questions, right? <laughs> it's not, it's like, oh, I've got it all figured out, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, there's guiding framework. There's understanding. And, and I saw also a lot of fear that some of the guys came in with of like, oh my God, what do I not know? What are my knowledge blocks? What am I supposed to know that everyone else knows that I don't know? That really got cleared up. And how fucking relaxing. <laughs> How relaxing to not be draining so much energy in that wondering and that confusion and to be able to bring that energy towards a constructive form of wondering, a constructive form of curiosity. So it sounds like you maybe already answered this next question a little bit, but what was the most surprising part of the program for you? It was just like really deeply heartening for me to see, here's this container I've created, this group of men that I've curated based on dudes that have somehow found me on the internet, resonated with what I had to say, and had the courage and the desire to invest in themselves and their relationships in this way. And then to like bring in one of my best friends too to the process. I think I was surprised by how easy it was actually. And that's not to say it didn't have challenges. We were all surfing the waves of COVID racial injustice fucking shit show, you know? <laughs> and I think there was a lot of emotion that came up for the guys, you know, in terms of there was some reckoning. There was some heaviness that we all moved through personally and together. And simultaneously, it just felt easy because the guys stepped up and they supported each other. And, you know, like they all got their matching Hawaiian shirts. And like, we all had a dress up cocktail party. We brought girls in to role play flirt with them. There was a lot of flow. There was a lot of flow to it. It really took on a life of its own. And I think that was surprising to me because I didn't expect it to flow so easily. And I was deeply moved, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> God, everything you just said resonates really strongly with me, especially that part about it taking on a life of its own. It's just kind of like, oh, here we are, like with our group. We're at it again. It's always just such a reminder working with people. It's just like people surprise me all the time, you know? And it's such the the honor of my life getting to work intimately with folks, just seeing what emerges. And you can know someone for, you know, three months and then they do something totally off the cuff and it's like, oh, wow, look at that. Or look at that way that you've grown or look at this part that you're surfacing. So there were just so many beautiful surprises, I think, about each individual in the program that they brought with time or seeing things arise in you, Cora, that, you know, you got to surface or watching you navigate like, oh, I'm really going to bring myself here. I shared a lot about my personal life, <laughs> which I don't do as much publicly. So that was cool. That was cool. And that was an intentional decision because, I mean, I think what was really interesting to see too is we're moving through all this content around relationship building while building relationships within the group. And I also was just feeling into, okay, we're talking all about reciprocity within relationships and how deepening relationships is it's in that mutual sharing right and how you know we'll talk about the early stages of dating and if we need to take up space and be seen and also ask questions and bring curiosity and and kind of like give the other person the spotlight right and that like there needs to be that reciprocity so really making that intentional decision for myself to chart my own course as how I'm showing up as as a coach and a leader in this context and how I want to show up right just like they're questioning all of how like how am I showing up in dating right I got to ask those questions in terms of how I was showing up in really 
relationship with everyone in the group. And I did that in a different way than I have in the past where like, I really brought myself a lot more. Like I really, I shared some vulnerable shit, you know, like I shared <laughs> a lot about my love life, past relationships and stuff. And, and that was uh, because there was trust that was earned. There was trust that was earned because we were all doing that with each other. So what are you most excited about for this next round? I mean, I just get really fucking fired up about helping women own their power. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm really excited to work with women. I feel that I have been continuously finessing my content and teachings, and I feel really proud of where I'm at with that, and I'm really excited to share that. I'm really excited to share that, especially having seen, you know, this last round, how much it fucking works. That kind of blowing my mind a little bit. (laughs) I think I'm just excited to share what I have with a group of women and support them in some pretty cool shifts in their confidence, in their love lives, in their quality of life, in how they relate to other women, in how they relate to men. This next round that I'm currently enrolling, it's likely be a mix of queer and straight women. So I'm really, really excited to open up some dialogue in that way and just create a space for more understanding. And I'm also just excited to see what happens because, you know, I don't fucking know what's going to (laughs) happen. I'm going to ride the wave too, just like we did this last time. How about you, Monk? God, I always just lead with like, I'm just excited to see who's in the room, the virtual room, right? Like there's such a, a special synchronicity or whatever it is about just like who shows up and what kind of tone that sets. And then I get really excited about working with the vibe of who's around and what each person has to offer. It is truly the most fun and joyous thing to be in a space of people dropping certain facades together or you know, recognizing the things that haven't been as supportive to them in the past. And we're um, bringing in a, a third support coach who I'm still interviewing some prospects, but we're bringing in some different perspective. Um, yeah. Too. So that's going to be just another another flavor to add to the recipe. <laughs> Which will be so lovely. I'm just really feeling into like, okay, whatever happens, you know, there's a, there's a rightness in that. I'm looking forward to starting. I think also to the point of, you know, something we said in the program uh, a lot was like, what is your flavor of charisma? There's something about that evoking kind of like a sensory experience of quality that to me is the most exciting part. Cora, why is it that you do this work? It's really because one of the greatest joys in my life has always been connecting with people, as you know. (laughs) And relationships platonically, romantically have always been a part of my life that has really energized me and nourished me and excited me. And I've had a fucking blast dating and being in relationships. And like, I love it. It's so fun for me. It's so meaningful for me. Seeing all of the ways in which circumstances or social programming or painful experiences make it feel challenging for, for people to connect, right? And, you know, I've also experienced that side of relationships because that's part of, it's part of it. There's a whole spectrum to experience. And there's, you know, there's meaning and there's beauty to take from a lot of parts of it. As I talked about in the program, you know, like some of the most transformative experiences I've had have been devastating heartbreak. So for me, it's deeply meaningful 
deeply meaningful to be able to help people do healing around that, to participate more actively and confidently in that, to recognize they have like, there's so much possibility available. There's so many ways to do this. And it requires you actively showing up for it, right? So I do it because I love it. <laughs> I do it because I love it. And because I think it's the most important thing in life is relationships and love. And I get so excited about it. I do it because I love to share it. It was so beautiful to get to witness these guys connecting with themselves, connecting with women, falling in freaking love, like getting to witness that process. It's just like, it's the most tender, outrageous thing ever. It just, it just really gets me fired up. I do it because I love it and it gets me fired up. <laughs> How about you, Monk? You know, it is the greatest honor, pleasure, connection, you know, whatever you want to call it, to get to witness and be witnessed in people coming closer to their own hearts. And that's going to look really different for everybody. But there's something that feels so true, right? There's, there's a depth to people really approaching themselves and each other with honest inquiry and with humor and with the whole spectrum of their humanness. And that takes me really close to myself and it takes me really close to the spirit. And I, I do it, I think, because I'm constantly impacted and I'm constantly growing through that process. And if I can even have like a small hand in reflecting someone's beauty or significance to them that feels really meaningful to me. One of the best parts of this last round was uh, when we started love bombing each other. <laughs> so basically we'd set a timer for like two minutes and then we'd all just say wonderful things about one person. Like we'd focus on one person and be like, okay, love bomb this person. That's when shit really started to heat up when we started to integrate some of those love bomb exercises and like other stuff, because I just feel that we all felt so appreciated and we felt really seen and like that's owning your attractiveness. It's and like, it's also a gift to be able to offer that to other people. Else. Yeah, totally. And that's like, oh, that's how people perceive me. Wow. 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 So yeah, I think what was really awesome is just to be able to reflect that to each of those guys of here's what we can put a mirror up to you so you can see these things about yourself that like we all can see with total clarity and you can really own the qualities in a dating context and know it to be true. Shall we do it? Let's do it. I'm going to love bomb you. You bring your attention to subtlety and detail is extremely impressive. Extremely impressive. And your absurd sense of humor is unparalleled. You bring a lot of dedication and integrity to everything you do. Thank you, my mom. <laughs> You're welcome. Funny, you know, even if you've received that like a lot or have that experience, it's still, uh, it always feels like really tender. And I feel like this like giddy little girl, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what was cool with the, with the guys too. It's like, it's an exercise in receiving. Corey, you have many ideas. You are just really creative and innovative in what you perceive to be the possibilities and in bringing those possibilities to life. So you're not really living within the containers of what like should be. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this thing. There's a lot of vibrancy in how you approach people, your own life, or your own sense of absurdity. Like you are willing willing to be like, I'm going to wear this outfit or try this thing or say this thing. And I know that that's not always easy for you, but you approach it with what 
is a lot of confidence and a lot of style. You have a keen eye for the stylistic and the absurd as well and for really seeing people's strengths. I very much admire the degree to which you are able to delight in all kind of facets of a person and hold someone in really high regard, you know, kind of no matter their standing or background or anything like that. Like you were really able to see the best and the capacity and the possibility for each individual. Thank you, Monk. <laughs> that's so fun. <sighs> okay. So I guess, you know, I think that's all we have to say for today. Ladies, if you heard this and you want to come hang out with us for three months, it would be our honor. It truly would be. It, would be it truly would be. It's going to be a party bus. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for chatting, Monk. I'm also really excited to see who our third coach is going to be for this program. Are you going to come hang out with us? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pillow Talk Radio. I'm Cora Boyd, and make sure to subscribe so we can keep you in the loop. In the interim, you can find me on Instagram at the Cora Boyd, YouTube Cora Boyd, website CoraBoydCoaching.com. Have an excellent rest of your day, night, morning, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, and we'll catch you next week.